slow, you get turned out, you tuck in your shirt, you have no drip. You know, you can't what? even cross the pool. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to another weekly podcast of the um, Reactionary Blues. So, after a tough week, a lot of pressure in our games that we faced, we started the week of the West Ham game. Obviously, we're all happy with that win. However, we're going to focus on the game that just happened, the game that we faced. Um, the 13 th- 13-time Champions League winners in Real Madrid. Well, a lot, a lot of people doubted us. I was confident. But people here like Timmy that is joining this week again. First time in this podcast with Faye as well and Ope. So, guys, you can introduce yourselves. Yo, Timmy back again. Carl, I'm a little bit sad this week. Yeah, I'll, I'll go back again. I'm a bit deflated though, but we move. And we have Faye, first time. It's not my first time. I've been here. All right. Um, stay here. You know, I'm just hearing it. Angry. Get Timo Werner out. Mm. Mm. We'll speak about that. We'll speak about that. Well, obviously, we started the game with a lot of controversy, not only from our group chat, but the whole entire fan base, because people, well, we went back again with the Ask Me the Quest at right wing back. So, but the actual lineup was Mendy and Goal. The back line wasn't touched, to be honest. Mendy and Goal, Aspilicueta, Thiago Silva on base, and Rudy on the left, who I actually think had a brilliant game. On the right wing back spot, a player that I don't believe he should have started, but I don't think he was terrible, but that player is Aspilicueta. Then the pivot, the double six, we had N'Golo Kante and Jorginho. And on the left side, we had Chilwell, someone who keeps proving people wrong. And again, today, I'll say it one more time. We don't fucking need to hear Alonso. Wait, one second. You said Chilwell has been proving people wrong. Yeah, he's been proving people wrong. He, his crosses stunk. If his crosses oh, were better, God. then, oh, you know, yeah, no, his crosses stunk today. His crosses absolutely stunk. He's a coward. Hey, Faye, you need to heal. The guy's proving people wrong. Leave him alone. He's not. His crosses oh. literally stunk today. Oh, hey, man. Oh, you know, boy, yeah, I love this. I love this. I need a fade. I need a fade in the same podcast as me. I just need this. Because nah, nah, this is funny. <laughs> but we'll agree, we'll agree on the player. We'll agree on the player in the front three. Don't worry about that. So the front three was Mason Mount, who by the way, Faye is Mason Mount have now. But yeah, we have Mason Mount. Police again, proving people wrong again. That is my guy, and I'll die on it. And at the top. That's someone I'm not dying on in his Werner. Well, I believe that we had a brilliant game. However, the result is not fair because Real Madrid only had one shot on target. And if you want to count the shot that they had, they hit the post with, they only had two chances the whole entire game. However, we our final ball in the first half was shocking. Our goal actually came from something that I didn't expect to happen, to be honest, because Rudiger just beautiful ball, but I did not expect that from him. And yeah, we opened we opened the result one 0 pulley. But before that, there's a there's a chance that 
I really believe it costs us. And that's going to be the first point that we're going to be debating about. Well, first time that we face, so I'll ask her the question. What are your thoughts on Timo and that chance, please? Honestly, he should have scored it. There's no, there's no justification. There's no reason. There's no excuses. He's had all the excuses in the book that you can think of. Ah, oh, his confidence is low. He's come from a new league, blah, 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 blah. No, he should have scored it. He shot it straight at Thibaut. I'm just like, this guy could have placed it anywhere. Just blast it in the back of the net. That's all you have to do. He couldn't do that. He's, we bought him like 50 million to score goals, to be a striker. Yeah, you have assists. Yeah, you've got us penalties. Good for you. But enough is enough. And he needs to get out. Like, get out. 100%. I'm tired of him. I'm tired. Taking up space for, for what? Get him out, man. Well, they're my thoughts exactly. I completely agree. I wouldn't say get him out, but I don't want to see his face at the moment. Because I really believe that that is going to cost us. I don't think that we're capable of keeping a clean sheet at home against Madrid, especially when they're going to have Sergio Ramos and Hazard. But we'll go into Timmy. Timmy, what did you think of the game and even the chance, to be honest? Um, I'll start with the chance because that would be short. Um, quite like, I don't really have any more analysis on but it is what it is. We saw him missing against West Ham. We saw him yesterday. We've seen, we've seen him this whole we see his bad touch, we see it, but he can't dribble, we see like his terrible runs. I'm just tired of the guy. I don't know if you can tell about my voice in it, but yeah, like, the sight of the sight of this guy just sickens me. Like, you know, I don't I don't want to waste any more time with that brother anyway. But on the game overall, I'm I'm disappointed, I can't lie, because the first like 20 minutes we played well, there was space in behind. I feel like there was a chance for us to really capitalise and get one, two, three goals potentially. And we got, we had the Werner chance coming and after that we went ahead. But I'm just disappointed in like what happened after we went ahead. I feel like we didn't really control the game like we wanted when we won the up like well enough. I feel like the game was still a little bit in the balance and I feel like we couldn't really like take control of it. Jorginho, the midfielders could have gotten on the ball a little bit. Just, just normal, just like, you just you just want to just see just like game management and just a bit, just a bit of maturity from the players, and I feel like it wasn't there. And in the goal, we could see them so so poor. First of all, they take the short corner to I can't remember who it was, but first first of all, the player there was two v one. Then Marcelo comes across and Kante comes across. It's still three v two. Anything you know there is from just watching football. When the team takes a short corner, you can't be outnumbered. So that's mistake number one. The Marcelo, first play was actually, by the way. Yeah, Ma- Ma- Marcelo is yeah, an yeah, accomplished, yeah, yeah. accomplished crosser of the ball. You're giving him all the time and space to pick up, to, to look up, pick up a ball. So that's mistake number two. Then you go on to lose the first header to Casemiro. Then I don't know who the second player was that put the on the header. Then you lose another header. Then you lose another duel. In a in a in a game of that bag, not even a game of that magnitude, a game of any. Any football match, you cannot lose three headers in a row in your box. You will get punished for it. Benzema, credit to him, nice finish. But you cannot, you cannot, you can't do that. It's so disappointing to concede a goal like that because that is elementary stuff, man. You cannot lose three headers in a row in your box. It is so, so important. 
second half, first five minutes of the second half, I saw a bit more of the intensity that I, wanted to, that I was expecting to see. I feel like we pressed them well. I feel like Kante won the ball high up. Werner had a chance, but he didn't take it quick enough. So the defender was able to block it. Then after that, we sort of fell off. I started seeing a bit, um, a couple of mistakes creeping into our game. Remember, Aspi lost the ball once, then Pulisic lost the ball. And then obviously he made the subs and then Romantry started to grow into the game. And then we was just defending. But it feels like an opportunity missed because I feel like they were a little bit weak and could have taken advantage of that and built up a nice little steady lead. But at the bridge, will be a different game. And I guess we'll just have to go again, man. That's it for me, really. I'll go into open then I'll ask Fayez on how the game was because I didn't really get her to say everything. So, Ope, what do you think about the game yourself? Um, I'm like Timmy as well. I'm a bit deflated because, um, like before the game, I, like I said the group chat. If you are, if you give me a one-one, I'd accept it. But having seen the way the game panned out, I feel like it could be an opportunity missed simply because of the fact that for majority of the first half, we had them on ropes in terms of like. The pressing, we didn't really let Cruz, Modric or Casemiro settle, so they couldn't really play out as much. Um, for the team, even though they matched us, I don't think they probably understood their form their formation well because there's still quite large gaps in between the lines which we were exploiting initially, but our final ball wasn't there. And then just the goal we gave away was just was just comical in the fact that one of the things that I like about us is that we restrict the chances, but that just had so many errors. Like Timmy said, you're missing what three headers inside your own box and then for, goal, for them to score like that, it's just giving them a way in back into the game where they just didn't really deserve it. And that's just what's most annoying. And like, I'm not speaking on the Aryan, so you know who that is, but that chance could probably cost us and it's not good. But for, I am impressed with how we played in that game. Honestly, like the, the maturity that we showed at this stage was really good. But apart from that, and the only thing that let us down was conceding that goal. But apart from that, we did, we did have a good game. Mount Kante was superb. Kind of lost Timmy there. Um, okay, we lost him. So yeah, we're going to you, Faye. Then, what do you think about the game, man? What do you think about Mason Mount? <laughs> yes, I smiled, Timmy. <laughs> Basically, if you asked me at the start, I was scared. I, I was kind of like pessimistic. I was like, you know what? We made it to the semi-final. I didn't expect us to make it here. So you know what I mean? Hats off to everybody. I saw the lineup and I saw. Werner starting and I saw Aspen Lopetta starting and I'm just like why is Aspen starting for? Why is he starting as at right wing back? We saw him get turned out, skinned out by, what's his name, Fredericks yeah. with, West, with um, West Ham so I just knew it would be a long night and you know we started very well I cried tears of joy when um, Pulisic scored I was really happy. I knew that Werner chance would um would mess us up because even at this, even before the game started, Tuchel was like, what we need to do is we need to take our chances. We need to be critical. These are the chances that you need to score or, or it will come back and bite us. And it did. You know, we, to be fair, there's no, there's no to be fair. We flopped the, <laughs> the um, Benzema's chance. We should, have, we should have done better there. We should have done better there. We seemed all over the place with... Um, set pieces every set piece they had they looked very dangerous so it was very scary like fam the second half though they looked um Real Madrid looked back in the game I didn't see us scoring 
until um, Tushan made the subs. And I was like, okay, we look a bit more dangerous. That's the team that I take into the second leg with Kovacic added. Um, and yeah, I could say Mason Mount had a very good game. Let me not lie, he had uh, a very good game. I know that hurts um, you to say that, innit? Um, <laughs> so, I was critical of Mount last season, but you was critical of Mount until today. And now, and today, I saw a tweet of yours saying that he's the best player in the world. Of course, you don't mean it, but what, are, you trying to, <laughs> are you trying to join Mount Hive or what? No, but I'm just okay. saying, you know what? He's going to play every single game. He's going to play every single game. He's going to play for England. He's going to probably die at this club and become captain. You know what I mean? He's going to be here for a long time. So he's, um, he's like Thanos. He's staying here. Fam. He's so inevitable. So you're the one that accept that he's a great player? No, he is. A good player. he is. Oh, oh. He, he showed me from he showed me on a very big scale that he can play well when he's needed. So prop for him. All right, that's a side I didn't expect. I like that, I like that. So after that, so now we're going to what we think about Werner, even though he scored last week, not last week, he scored on Saturday actually, yeah, even though he scored and he's creating, but we all know that for us to be a serious club, we need a serious goal scorer and a clinical one too. So, Timmy, oh, actually, Faye, you're already unmuted, so I know your, well, I know your thoughts yeah. on, I know your thoughts but, on not wanting Lukaku, I still don't agree with you, <laughs> fine, but what do you think of Vernon? Like, what should we do with him? You know what, right? I I try to give him the benefit of the doubt. I try to give him excuses that um, you know, COVID has happened and his family's not gonna be here. He can't see his family, he's adapted, he's gonna he's meant to be our lead man, leading our line and all of that, you know, different managers, different league. I try to give him all of that, you know. Every little thing is oh, his confidence, his confidence, his confidence. But sorry, confidence or no confidence, you're meant to have at least basic ability. This guy's touch is poor. When he's running, he doesn't know where he's running to. His head's down. It's like he, he just doesn't know he's left and right, it seems. Good opportunity here and there. He messes it or he mispicks it or he, he just does the wrong thing. Like, you can see most of his chances, most of his assists, he could have done better. Like, he could have scored himself, at least with some of them. He's passed it because he's weak and he's a coward. I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like me, I'm very, I'm very critical of Tammy Abraham. I'm very, very critical. If you know me, you know how much I do not like that guy and I don't want him playing for my club, whatever. But at least that chance, he scores it. If that's Tammy Abraham that misses that Werner chance that he did against Madrid, the amount of abuse he'll be getting, Werner... He misses those chances daily. Like, it's, it's too much. Like, he's... I, I don't even know what to say because he's saying... He's, he's doing interviews and saying, oh, maybe next season he'll be better. Sorry, but... We haven't got time. We haven't got time, exactly. This team is very good enough to compete for the title, to compete for the Champions League because look where we are right now. And he's costing us. He has to go, I'm sorry. We have to count our losses and be like, this is another striker that we flopped. He spent loads of money and it's just not coming through. So we need to count. We need to put our ducks in a row and be like, you know what? This guy ain't good. Sorry, he needs to go. Mm, he needs to go. 
Well, Ope, I already know your focus on Tammy. And then apparently we just don't need Tammy or whatever. Cool. But what are your thoughts on Verna right now? And like, what would you do? Like, hey, he... bench him right now? Or would you start Tammy? You doing? Hey, Verna needs to sit in the 23s or whatever, or whatever because I, you just can't keep legislating for these missed chances. Like, honestly... <laughs> I, was, you know, I was trying to give know, him drink water minutes. Oh, my nah, God. No, because you know what it was? I thought, the goal, I thought he was offside, so I didn't really deep it. Then I realized he was onside and he missed it. So I was like, oh my God. And it just keeps happening. And it's just not, it's not normal anymore. Like he's now, he misses that. He the miss against West Ham. You've got the miss on the line against Leeds. Like he's just not good. And we can't keep <laughs> making excuses for him, saying, Oh, is this, is that? He gets assists. Let's combine his goals and assists to show that he's good. He's just not a good footballer, and it's just costing us right now. Like even apart from the misses today, like how many times were Pulisic, like Pulisic and Kante went through like on goal, not on goal, but you know, like they're running through. Mm-hmm. And because this guy, the guy is not even making a good run. He's just hovering. So every time it looks like they've overcooked the pass, but what it is is that he's not made a good enough movement. So they have to delay, delay, delay until they have to actually release the ball and hope for the best. And then because of him, every time he's on the pitch, he's just, he's just there for cardio. And it's frustrating because you're like, can I, can I just say, can I just say something yeah. all right? Every single counter attack we have messes up because of him. Every exactly. single counter attack, he's literally played because of that, and he's messing it up because he has no brain. Jesus. The thing is with him, like the thing is, like he's meant to be quick, but every time he's running, he looks like he's struggling, like he's got a stitch or something. Like I'm yet apart from that transfer against Newcastle where he sped through, I've not seen him use his pace like to great effect for us. And it's just frustrating, isn't it? Because you've got, like, I don't like Tammy, but it does look unfair for him not to start. And you've got Werner missing all these chances. I hope he doesn't start the next leg, but I hope now too for seeing that, yeah, this guy is going to keep costing us because it just doesn't make sense. 50 million and he's just doing this. And it's like, the misses aren't even just enough. It's like, his all-round game is terrible. Can't hold up, can't touch, can't do anything. Just get him out, man. And we just need to get another strike in next season. Like, honestly, cut our losses if we can. Well, controversial thought of mine, even though the first half, apart from the miss, and even there was a time where he shouldn't have shot any short. He, start, he started well. Like, he was winning headers. He's holding up. He's decent. But, well, so, Timmy, it comes to you. I know you're not a big Tammy fan as well. But right now, what are you doing? You want to debate Tammy and Verno? What are you doing with Verno? Oh, what am I doing? What am I doing with Verno? Mm. I'm, I want to live in a world where Verno and Tammy Abraham don't start for my team in it. So that's that, that's what I would do. The both of them don't get into my team. Against who have we got next? Fulham? Yeah, we have Fulham, Fulham, I would play Havertz, Ziyech, Cho, front three. Um, the second leg, Vernon and Tammy Abraham will not touch that pitch. It's got to be, for me, it's got to be Mount, Tro, Pulisic, Havertz, Tro, Mount. I don't care, but Tammy and Vernon are... Mud M- 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 said the other week, in it? Two cheeks are the same arse, fam. Bro, we saw Tammy Abraham. We saw Tammy Abraham miss against West Ham. We saw Vernon miss against West Ham. We saw Vernon miss today. We've seen how the both of them stop us from attacking and building up play. We see how the both of them stop us from counter-attacking properly. I think we need to spend less time talking about Werner and more time talking about 
I said it before and I'll say it again. The best player, the best creative player we have doesn't get minutes. But this Fugazi creator, Ziyech, yeah, keeps on getting minutes because he's scoring tap-ins. And this Werner guy keeps keeps getting minutes because he's quick. And I like I don't understand it, man. Like we, you see, our problem is we're not creating anything. We're struggling when we're, we're we're struggling in transition. We don't make the right passes. Guess who makes the right passes? Guess who does the right things in the final third? Where is he on the bench? That's all yeah. I gotta say, man. Yeah, same thought in the whole group chat as well. Everyone kept asking, "Where's the doy? Where's the doy? Where's the doy?" Bro. I see why people ask for him. However, this is a big game and someone that hasn't played and hasn't been getting the chances, I do see why he wasn't played today. However, on the upcoming game, I really, I don't even believe he has to play. Like, there's no if, buts or maybes. Like, he has to. No. Especially, yeah, go on. Callum could have played today. He could have played today. He could have come on. He could have played today. Oh, yeah, today. come on, absolutely. I'm sorry. Like, there's no reason why he's not playing. There's no reason why Werner is starting over him. There's no reason why Werner is starting over Ziyech, over, over Havertz, over anyone. He's rubbish. He's not adding anything to us. He's not even, he can't do anything. He's short. He's not even that fast. Is he even um, faster than Havertz? Who knows? Like, he's, nah, he's he faster. No that, that, that's the only thing I can give him. That's the only yeah, but then why, is, why does he always look slow? But he's fast nah, enough. Nah, he looks confidence slow. He actually looks slow. No, no, no. Everything is confidence. So now, confidence. He now he can't run quick because he's not confident. Ivanovic chance. Ivanovic, remember? Exactly. West Brom. Ivanovic, how old is he? 37. He was catching him. Oh, Get I, I actually forgot about that. I forgot about that. That's what I'm saying. He does like, I know he's meant to be rapid, but I've, I've only seen it like once. And that was against Newcastle away. Like since then, like, it looks like he's running with a stitch or something. Like, it's bare like labouring and stuff. Yeah, oh, that's frustrating, man. Because that no. that chance could come and haunt us. It could actually yeah. come and haunt us. Oh, it's, it's so ass, fam. It's so shit. There's it's, actually it's no shit. other way to describe him apart from <laughs> shit. Like he's he's <laughs> actually shit. Oh, I, I, oh my god. He better not tweet today. He better not tweet. And he's just getting trust minutes as well. Like it's just so <laughs> you better not tweet. <laughs> Guy with his, the guy will be, be doing interviews saying like yes I can improve this is like just show it on the pitch man I'm tired honestly like his PR has been crazy fam it's annoying like, it's, it's annoying just, it's real sad because those chances that I, 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 me personally I really see it biting us but I really see it biting us I do as well because I'm telling you Real Madrid will not give us they will not approach the second leg how they approach that first leg 100% like, they gave away a lot of chances or a lot of openings, we, which we didn't capitalise on. And that's what's going to get us. And that was in the first half. In the second half, exactly. they sussed us out. They yeah, in the us second out. Half, in the second half, you notice how, like, you notice how, like, um, the commentators were even saying it. As soon as Mount and Pulisic got on the ball, bang, they got onto them straight Yeah, so you saw that, innit? Yeah. So they could yeah. stop turning on, so they could stop getting at them on the half turn. In the second half, in the second leg, you'll have Ramos who'd be the best at that. He'd be so aggressive that he will stop most of our attacks before they even start before we even start being able to build up. That's what they're going to do yeah. in the second leg. That's why we had to take our chance in the first leg because the Champions League is all about fine margins. When you're on top like we were in that game, you have to capitalise. We had to get that second goal. That's why I feel like a lot of us are deflated, man. 
I'm deflated, but I'm not really. Too, I'm deflated because the first. I'm not really too worried about the second leg though, because I do think a big part of it again was we've we've we played a lot of of high intensity games. You're talking about um, City, the West Ham game, even well, Brighton wasn't high intensity, but but that was a whole another thing in it. But I feel like Fulham represents an opportunity for us to to bend, to, to 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 put to rest a couple of players that are in need of it. So I don't think I don't think Mount and Pulisic should start on on Mount the is starting. He starts every they, game. They, they, uh, that's why that's <laughs> why I said Ziyech, Pulisic, Kai Havertz front three. To me, there's actually no problem with that front three. You can even and then you can even play Reese James right wing back. You can bring in an, an Alonso or something like that. I don't that's think Kovacic good. will be fit. I don't think Kovacic will be fit to start. No, I'm saying Odoi starting on the left. Oh yeah. As in as the front three. So like Reese can come in right wing back and then. Like I feel like that's the rotation that we need, and then players will come back fresh for for when is it Wednesday? I think yeah. we'll be. I, I, I think we'll be yeah. good. I think Madrid still aren't Madrid still aren't a good team, man. Like even when they did, if the game goes as it as it did in the second half, when when they had a bit more control over mm-hmm. it, they still didn't really create anything. They're dangerous from set pieces, and they're just like they they're not gonna they're not gonna work you. They're not gonna make you. No, they're, they're not gonna. They're not gonna that, make you suffer. They're just gonna have like individual moments. That's the and thing. That's the just thing, be right? Wise to that. Because look at Benzema's chance. Look at that chance. Look at it. They, they just need one chance. Exactly. That's the difference between them and us. They need That's one chance. It. it was just one opportunity out of, out of nothing, and they just got back into the game. That's why I had to capitalize because they've got they've got the better individual quality, like. The only way they were going to score was through Benzema, and that's what happened. They got that, they got mm. what a miscommunication in the box from us, and boom, they're back into the game. And that's what you can't do in the Champions League because the quality is just so high. We've always said that one of the best things about us is that we restrict the chances that they have. Apart from that Benzema chance, I think they only had another one where he hit the post, but yeah. by those two opportunities, they did nothing. And in the second mm. leg, if they get the first goal, then what's the point? Then it, the way that's goal it. we got is, is cancelled out in it. So. Yeah, it's gonna be the game is finally poised, but we did we did play well, like we did play well, but I feel like it's just a, a chance, like it's a chance missed. It is at, at, at the same time, they they're the ones that they have to score, they have to come. I don't think they're not gonna start off the game like that, but I think as it grows, as the, the game goes on, if they haven't scored yet, they will start taking more and more risks. And as the game opens up more, I feel like you'll get a situation where it, as in like in the first half of the first leg where we were getting a lot of space on behind. I feel like in the second the second half they dropped deeper a little bit and they denied that space for that quite well. And I, I, yeah, I yeah, think if did. we can if we can if if we can stop them from scoring early on and longer the, the, the match goes without them scoring, the more risk that they'll take and the more space there'll be for us to exploit. Maybe that <laughs> maybe 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 Zano will finally will finally bag Torres esque, right? <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. But yeah, well, now jump into a player that we all agree that he shouldn't have started. And if it's a start, I really believe that the only position for him is in a back three. And even that, the question is, well, do you guys believe it's time to face last three quarter? Yes, yes, a hundred percent, yes. Well, one question. The guy, yes. Yeah, go on, go on. Yes. Yeah, go on, go on. You, you yes. Talk, the, go on. the guy is washed. Like, honestly, I appreciate everything he's done for the football club, but he's washed. Like, he's actually washed. It's around watching him at right wing back. Like, I confirm, no, I confirm the, the right CB thing, 
but he's actually trying to play against us. Have you noticed, like, he's been getting away with murder there? But like Faye said, against West Ham, Fredericks was just running a straight line and he had Aspie on toast. He had him on toast. Like, he, like his recovery runs a lot slower. He doesn't really add anything going forward. Like, passes are just passing backwards. Like, notice how when he plays that right-hand side, it's completely, we can't create from that side anymore because he's there because he's not really adventurous going forward. Like, mm. I can't lie. I rate too short. I like what he's done a lot, but the lot, the past two games you can't legislate for playing Aspie at right at right wing back. Like what has he done? Like it hasn't even you could maybe say it's helped us defensively, but going forward, it's limited us so much. So so much. Like like someone said in the group chat, I feel like if you sub him off and maybe put a Tro or a James on earlier, you have an extra outlet to to counter them on. But we didn't have that with him. And I just feel yeah. like watching him getting taken on, taken on, he gets beaten quite easily. So I'm telling you, he's an accident waiting to happen. Honestly, have to phase him I, out. I agree. I'd say last year should have been his last year at the club, and maybe this year he should have been playing cup games. This guy, yeah, like even the FA Cup final with the FA um, with Abamyang, how he called the penalty, and he was crying. He yeah, that like you had the cheek to cry after. Look what you've done. You're literally the reason why we lost. You have to cheat to cry. <laughs> I'm just like, this guy, as soon as I saw his name, I just knew, like, this is going to be mad because he just, he, I don't know, he, he played so... against us. Like, Porto, Atletico. He's like, literally, that should have been two penalties there. That should have been two penalties. He's pushing people in the box. He's tugging it. He's hitting the ball. It's just like, he doesn't too much on his experience. Like, yeah, he's been consistent. Some people consider him a legend, not me though. But it's the thing where it's like, you're slow, you get turned out, you tuck in your shirt, you have no drip. You know, you can't <laughs> even cross the pool. He crosses the pool. Have you seen it? He's a nerd, fam. He's a, he's a nerd, a nerd. Ever since he's, he was playing for us um, at right back, that's where we've been limited because his crosses usually never beat the first man. Never, ever, ever. Occasionally, he would have a good cross. You saw him with um, Morata. Yeah, what, what, what? Other than that, he's not doing anything. He's a liability. Up and down the pitch, he needs to go. Sorry, it's time for him to go. Go on, Timmy. Um, what about Aspilicueta? Yeah. Ah, uh, thank you, thank, thank you, Aspi, for everything you've done in it. It's been, it's been nice. We suffered you, we suffered and watched you play left back, left, left wing, right wing back. But it's time, it's, it's time to go. I feel bad in it because I don't even want to say anything bad. Because at the end of the day, as long as I'm concerned, he's a Chelsea legend, and I appreciate him. And he's played everywhere for us. He's doing everything, and he's still trying, but. I can't. I just to me, it just didn't make sense. Like if we were gonna exploit Real Madrid, it was always gonna be out wide. And when we play, a lot of a lot of our creativity comes through the overloads from out wide. So on one side, you have Chilwell, he's not that great going forward. He really and truly, he's meaty in it. And then on the other side, you have Aspilicueta. So like that was just a recipe for disaster. A couple of Tuchel's lineups this past week, yeah, since the Bayern game, yeah, have not been making sense. They have not been making sense at all. And I've just been laughing at them, but 
this one pissed me off, man, because it just it, it it doesn't make sense. Why would you play Reese? Because Reese was actually st- Reese was actually like last few weeks, like last month, he's actually starting to play well. Like he's actually doing. He's, he's been holding his own at the right wing back spot. Like it's not really his his favorite position, but I feel like he's he's starting to grow into it a little bit. So for to take him out doesn't really make sense to me. So yeah, I can't I can't explain that one. Man. And also, Miss Marcelo is starting on for Marcelo's on the left for them, and you can tell he's another one that's washed. So you could literally expect hey, Marcelo is finished. <laughs> hey, no, but, but he's finished. I don't know if you not realize. No, 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 no. Wait, hold on, hold on. He's finished. I don't know if you not realize yeah, that Marcelo like he was he didn't stay out wide the whole time. He's actually talking into becoming like a number ten. However, like one thing I don't get because if you saw this game, yeah, I don't know how, but sometimes you see Aspie higher than Werner. Like I, I was so confused. And that's one that's one of the reasons why I still think that this eleven, well, I asked be a right wing back was was the wrong thing because James, even though James is not a doy going forward, he's way better than Aspie Lukaku going forward. And then going back to if we should phase him out or not. Me, my personal opinion, like Faye said, I think he should, play, he should be playing cup games. Or me personally, I want to go back to the four at the back of it. Right now, we're still keeping this formation cool. I get our firm. But next season, even if it's a stay, that right that right back play should be with James, like without even like questioning it. Just like it was like beginning of the season when Lampard was still here. We didn't see no Aspie and James was flourishing. Like there was no issue with James this season. So that is, that's literally my thought on Aspie. But yeah, but Aspie though, he, he's funny. Like he's so slow. Like it's so easy to gap him. Have you lot clocked here? You know when he runs here? You know them, you know slow people when they run here, they like they like look down, like they, they pretend that they're going faster, but they're not. He runs back, he <laughs> runs a hunchback, man. He's oh, yeah. he really stresses me. Nah. The thing is, I actually appreciate I actually I actually appreciate the guy, but he's hindering us. Like I was just watching Marcella today, I was thinking, this brother is washed. Why are we not going down his side? Do you know what I mean? Like late exactly. challenges that guy was putting in. He's finished. Like Aspie, well, because he had Aspie, then we couldn't really explore that side. Yeah, Aspie Jesus. doesn't know. Oh, it was God. it was so funny. Yeah. yeah. I fully said it. I fully said it. Poor Kante. Kante tried linking up with Aspie. It weren't working. <laughs> he just looks and so Aspie always picks the ball the on the back foot. So yeah, he stiff. puts the ball up on the do back what, foot. Do you, know, do you know what he could have done? It's, it's, it's risky, yeah. But if you play Cho right wing back in this game, and then you're pushing Marcelo back. Yeah. And, and, and Cho will get at Cho will get at Marcelo. And then I know I know we're complaining about Aspie here. Maybe you lot have decided to yourself with Aspie and Christian team, right, 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 seven back then. It's a risk, but you live, but when you leave Aspie and um, Christians or Christians one you want against Christians and just say like that's your guy you stop him. Or you just get Kante a little bit to help out. And like you just let Cho do his thing. Like, it's, 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 it's a risky option. It would have been a risky option, but it would have been one that I would have fucked with that more than the Aspie right wing back. What do you guys think of that? Um, I would have preferred James. I wouldn't put a doy right wing back. Especially because like we've seen multiple times that going back, of course Odoy's gonna lack because he's not he's not a, a left he's not a right back. So we're always going to know that he's going to lack there. And I know that if Odoi was there, because Marcelo can be washed, but he's still a good footballer. So Yeah, but what did Aspie do today? Would it have... Would it, at least we would have, we would have had someone that's offensive that could have do something. Yeah, I would have, have started... Done, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah because they were. No, but we definitely could we definitely because we play a back three, we already have that defensive solidity in terms of that we also play Kante and jo- I mean Jorginho in front of the back three as well. So they're quite disciplined as well. So like we could have been more positive in like at least the right wing back being attacked minded because they weren't even really going through their left at yeah. all. Like you could really you could really you could really have pushed Marcelo back because he couldn't hack it at all. At all, you could tell with his recovery run, he was putting in, he was lunging in, like just having someone positive there. We could have, we could have, um, what's it called? We could, it could have made a big difference, but it is what it is because like, I think Mendy's back and I think he represents a whole different proposition, mm-hmm. but it is, uh, mm-hmm. it's just frustrating because I feel like this is a chance missed and just stuff like that. But apart from that, the lineup was fine for me, but just that right wing back, I don't know, like over the last two games, what two shall see from Aspie to be like. Yeah, let's carry on doing it because yeah, it doesn't make sense. You said you liked it. What did you like? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what did you like about this guy collecting the ball? I, did, I didn't watch West Ham. Was he good? Fam, he no. was on Haram. He, he got was on He got hoard out. Like he got moved to. It was like deep. Fam, R- Fredericks was just running in the straight line, and Aspie was moving on like like an idiot. I'm, oh, it's a, it's man. annoying, man. It's annoying. So annoying. I can understand. I okay, if you play him there it clamps down that entire side, but they can still create chances with that guy playing right wing back. So it just doesn't make sense. Mm. But carry on, Faye, carry on. It's the thing that he got subbed off. Tuchel took him off. That's, that's, how sh- that's how you know he was bad. He got taken off. Like, he was horrible. You had to get taken off. You're a defender, you got taken off. Like, Aspen needs to look in the mirror and think, and he needs to decide, can he really do this? Mate, can't. He needs to go to Spain. Well, That's sadly, it. He needs to go to Spain. Well, sadly, for what you just said, there's been links that apparently Chelsea are trying to... Not sadly. Not sadly. That's no, not apparently, sadly. No, to to apparently Chelsea are trying to offer him, offer him a new deal. I would beat it. It doesn't sit right with your spirit, does it, Faye? No. <laughs> How can you get another another contract? They need to, Chelsea need to stop giving these old-timers contracts now. It's enough. Please. Yeah, oh, because apparently this team was like, and one thing that um, Tuchel likes a lot, he likes having his captain on the pitch. But I really... Jorginho's there. He's not even... I really believe that at the end of the day, if you're not good enough to start, you're not good enough to start. And, and the back three, I still have him. I, I still prefer him on the right, on the right side. I don't, I don't mind him there, but just that right yeah. wing back is haram. Because like the wing backs, the whole point of them is there. They're, they're the ones that are going to hold your width and they like they help with the overloads and if they're not doing that properly it can just break down your attacks luckily Pulisic amount are more than capable of holding, like, holding their own but having that overload having someone you can do overloads with on that side is really helpful like you saw against Crystal Palace with Cho for instance we were just oh. creating havoc from that side and just from that from going from Cho to Aspie I, it's hard man it's hard yeah. it's so hard you'll be there and this guy's still taking like 10 years to just run around on the over that man Ugh. oh my god <laughs> man said that rebuke <laughs> oh no face jokes man yeah we'll go to another point though a point that I already put Faye about Mount but I'll start with Timmy now so there was a comment that Mount apparently is playing at a world class level right now. 
I don't like using the, the word world class. We're not, by the way, we're not calling Mount world class. We're just disputing if it's playing at a world class level. What do you think, TV? Me, honestly, I don't use the word world class, but is he playing at a good level right now? Yeah, he's been playing that, that since January, so I really believe he's a player of the year. So what's your thoughts on that quote and that question? Boy, whoever said Mount is playing at a world-class level, pass me what they're smoking from because I don't know what kind of football you're watching, but he's playing well, he's playing good, and like I'm happy for him. He's he's one of our own and that. And um, long may it continue, but he's not playing at a world-class level. There's still a long way to go before I start saying that. Mm. Good answer, good answer. Hope what do you think? Yeah, I feel like we throw around the world the word world class just too willy nilly at this club. But yeah, he's playing well, like definitely. But like Timmy said, there's still a lot to be, there's still a lot for him to improve. But I can't lie, since Tuchel's come in, he's he's upped his game a lot. Like he's just there's this intensity, his runs. Like today, like, like he started off really well, and it's good to see him improving because I feel like under Lampard, he was getting disrespected a bit because Lampard was just playing him at any any given opportunity. Yeah. But I feel like under Tuchel. Under two, yeah, the same with me, but like under two shots, you can sort of see like why he starts. Like when he's in the attack, there's just so much more intensity. He's trying to do the right things with his passing now. I think his final ball is getting better and long may it continue. But honestly, like he's he's doing well, but just allow the world class talks in it. Just allow he needs it. a rest though. Yeah. Because he yeah. played Man City, Brighton, West Ham, now Thingy as well. What do we play before um, Man City? Porter? Yeah, Crystal yeah. Palace. Well. Palace. He played. <laughs> yeah, no. You need, I don't want to see him start against Fulham. I think you should save him for the Roman match. May FA, what's your thoughts on? We already asked about Mount. I think it's a good player. Uh, I think he's so playing at a high level. World class. Oh, okay, go on. He's playing at a high level. Like he's really, like when I first saw him under Lampard. Um, his first season at Chelsea, I liked him and I thought he was playing well. Even on the wing, at the start of the season, I thought he was playing well. He was giving us options. He was creating, he was doing whatever. Then I don't, I, I guess maybe Lampard playing him too much maybe distorted, distorted my um, my feelings and stuff for him. Um, but yeah, I feel like he's playing well. Like under Tuchel, he's playing well. A big thing for me, for him, um, about him was that his final third ball was bad. Um, you know, he, he plays all the time and he doesn't have, like, any open play assist. Those are my main things. Um, but, yeah, like, you can see from the game that he had today, his balls were fantastic. He was playing very well. I wouldn't say it was world-class. I think, unfortunately, a lot of Chelsea fans, they overrate him. Um, Dan, if you see this. Eman, if you see this, I'm talking about you guys. Thanks. Nah, if you nah, see nah. this, I'm talking about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you guys overrate him a lot. He's very good. And you just like calling him world class gives him a lot of pressure. It gives him a lot to be like, even on Twitter, for people to discredit him, to troll him, to send all this type of abuse at him. Just let him play his game. He's a young guy. Let him play his game. Call, call it out when he's playing bad and call it out when he's playing good. That's it. And now he's playing good. So you can call it out. Yeah, I agree with it completely. The only reason why I had problems with him was because with Lampard, he was playing... I didn't have a problem when he was playing, like, even number 10, because he was 
he was the one that was setting the pressure and starting the pressure, even especially that game. I still remember carefully when he got injured against Valencia and I actually was like, oh, like, without Mount now, we're, we're in trouble. And mm. in those kind of situations, I like it. However, I didn't like when Lampard was forcing Mount on, even when Odoi was fully fit and he was just playing Mount on the wing ahead of Odoi all the time. And even in the beginning of the season, beginning of the season, Odoi was fit. Odoi didn't get injured until, what, November, I think? Odoi mm. was fit, especially against United. He didn't play him. Beginning of the season, he only played him against Crystal Palace. He, he subbed him on against West Brom. But there was, there was like, numerous games that he could have played Odoi. And he didn't. And that's a problem that even now, like, we're facing with Odoi, where he's not getting the chances. Well, there was a troll comment by... Tio on the comment on the on a, a group chat today saying that apparently Odoi gets the chances, but he hasn't proved it. Well, I have to disagree with that because every game that Odoi has played, if you're calling them chances, because he's played like one game in the last how many months now, and he's been proven it every single time. I against Mr. Palace, he's one of our best players. If not, you could like if you said he was our best player that day, it wouldn't be a bad shout because he was that good. And that's just sad because at the end of the day, we know that Odoi's best position is on the left. But I really believe that across the front three, he can play anywhere. So I don't see an excuse of him just saying, oh, he can only be on the left to do well. But I literally just want him to get more chances. It's a shame because... What's your opinion on Odoi and his chances? He's he's a very bright boy. He's very bright. He's very talented. Very promising. All those adjectives. He has everything that you can think of. And it's just like, he's not able to progress because he hasn't had, out of all the managers he's had, not one of them has been like, I'm going to give you a run of games to show, so you can show everybody what you can do, so you can, like, fulfil your potential. Mm-hmm. He had, like, he was playing games, playing well, getting, you know, substitutions and showing us or scoring, you know, getting his first England call-up before he played for Chelsea, by the way. And you know, eventually he got injured, and that injury, that injury, like really, like messed things up. So even when he started playing for Lampard, he wasn't playing well, but yeah, he was still scoring. He was still assisting. He got a slight injury again, and then we never saw him again. And it's like, what the hell? Even like the FA Cup final, there was a chance for Lampard to bring on a substitution for Pulisic. And you brought on Pedro, Pedro that was leaving. So it was just like, come on, man. I just feel like he doesn't get the chance to prove himself. You know, you can look at all his age mates. All his age mates are playing for England, for the England first team. And Hudson, although he's not doing anything, under 21, he's better than all those under 21. Why are they playing for the under 21? He should be playing. Like, you can't tell me that all these young, other young players like Saka are better than him. No, they're not. But they just had the chance. And they had the managers that believe on believe in them to give them the opportunity. It's just such a shame because he's literally our most creative pre- um our most creative player. And our main issue is that we're either not creating chances, we're messing up in the final third, like our final third ball is crap, or when we get the slight chance, we're not being critical with it. We're not being clinical, sorry. So when you have a player on the bench that can do that. Why aren't you playing them? Like, it's all the time, okay, he's being rested for this match. That match comes up, he's not playing. What do you mean right. he's not playing? Why isn't he starting against these, these teams? Why, why isn't he starting against Manchester City? 
Why isn't he starting against um, um, what's the team that we just had? West Ham. Why isn't he starting against this team? Why isn't he starting against that team? It's like he doesn't start, and it's like you'd think that Tuchel would be like, okay, this is an issue, and this is someone that can solve the issue. This issue. Why isn't he starting? And nobody's questioning it because, but it's mad. Why isn't he starting? Well, hopefully we'll see him against Fulham, man, because it's, it's, I'm tired of it now, to be honest. Like, Timmy, I know you're a big fan of Odoi. You already mentioned it. Well, in the next couple of games that we have, Fulham or even Real Madrid, you throw him in there? 100%, especially against Fulham. Like, I do... Our best games on the usual, yeah, might be Everton, being Crystal Palace. The games will actually create chances. And guess who's played in them games? Callum Watson do it. Literally, the the best game, Crystal Palace. Seven, I keep saying it. Seventy minutes, five chances created. That's not mm. like this guy is a chance create. Is he's a he's a creative machine. Like for someone his age, especially. No, let me not even say age. Just like for any football player, this guy is a creative machine. Like he would solve so many of our issues, so many of our problems. Whether or I don't understand why Ziyech is playing instead. Like, I genuinely do not understand that. Ziyech literally has one move, and that's it. And Ziyech has just got tapping what Tuchel feels like he deserves to start. I don't understand it. I can't explain it. I don't know. I don't get it. But I don't want to see him play right wing back. I want to see him play on the left, and I want to see him do it consistently. Because we'll create a heck of a lot more chances, and we'll score a lot more goals. Mm. Yeah. I would agree with that as well. Okay, so I threw the question against uh, Timmy about if you play him against Fulham or Real Madrid, what would you do? What would you do the case um, of Madrid, to be honest? With Madrid, it's just it's a comp- it's hard because you don't know. I feel like in this system, like Tuchel sees his more as a right wing back, and I, I can sort of understand why he doesn't start certain games at right wing back because obviously we need that defensive solidity. So like against like Real Madrid, I didn't expect him to start. Against um, Porto in the second leg, I didn't expect him to start. But what what has like baffled me slightly is that games like Brighton City, I yeah. just don't know why he didn't touch. I don't know why he didn't start those games because the whole point is that now that we're playing games every three days, there needs to be some form of rotation. I like these guys say on a two show we don't really create a lot of chances, but the games that we have created chances, i.e., um, what's it called, Everton, Crystal Palace, you can even throw in Burnley chose start all those games and it's just baffling how like we've got our most creative player on the bench and you're playing players like CSU who has stinkers who has who's very one dimensional at times Pulisic has stepped up but there have been games where Pulisic hasn't played as well and he still gets running ahead of Cho so it is it is it's quite baffling but I just need to see it just needs to see like over pre-season like with Tuchel like how he actually values him because if not I can see why a lot of people say he needs to go for his own development because it's not fair on the kids. Because when he does come in, majority of the time he has played well. Like under Tuchel, like Crystal Palace was actually our best game because we were just creating that will. Notice how like that was one game where we weren't dwelling on one chance. We we're like, oh, okay, this 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 X amount of chances, and that's because through him starting. But it remains to be seen. I hope he starts against Fulham because um, they are they're not really a strong side, and um, it's a good chance to rest players like Pulisic and Mount. So hopefully he does start. Yeah, my, my thoughts on the door to be honest, like if he's our most creative player, and when it comes to games that like you're gonna have you're gonna have teams that are just gonna sit, like for example, Brighton. 
Brian are not going to come at you. Like, example, Burnley. We played against Burnley. Burnley were not going to come at us. So, teams that sit, Odoi for me is the key. And there's no reason why you should think of going the other way because, oh, if you play Odoi, you're not going to be a solid defensively. No, like, they're not attacking you. Like, there's no reason for you to not play Odoi. And that's my thought exactly because, like you said, they sat on the kids because I can't even remember the last time he started a game. Like, Crystal Palace, before that, how long was it before he actually played that? Like, he plays at one game every, like, three weeks, and, and it's just not fair. Especially of someone that you're trying to develop. Like, look at Mount. Mount was a player that got, what, today was his 100th appearance for Chelsea. Does Adoy even have 100 appearances? And he's been here. He's been at, what? He's been in the first team since, since Conte. Does he even have 100 appearances? It is sad. Like the treatment, I'm not, I can't blame every manager. Well, I can blame Lampard for his treatment, but Tuchel, I can't really blame him because at the end of the day, he's here, he's trying to get results, he's trying to like pattern his job before the next. No, season. because you can, you can, you can, you um, can blame Tuchel, you can blame him because at times we're not fully though because he's trying to get results. Remember, we're towards the end of the season. And who can help with the results? Callum, who can do that? Callum, you're playing Burner. Come on, man. You're playing Werner. He can. It's too much. Like, you're stunning his growth. He's not progressing. I would definitely play him against Fulham. And if he doesn't play against Fulham, then eyes have to, uh, fingers have to be pointed. Like, because it's too much now. It really is too much. I feel like, I feel like he probably will play Callum. Maybe, he probably, like, instead of playing him um, up top, like in the front three, where Werner plays, he'll probably play him right wing back. I, I bet you play him right wing back. Watch, I hope, watch I it. Hope I hope not. So too much man. <laughs> so now we just come to the end where we don't even need to discuss the West Ham game too much because the West Ham game there wasn't much in it really. Well, there was a Werner goal and a Werner miss, just like every game. <laughs> there wasn't really it was a vital win obviously for our top four race well mm. we had an argument of if it's in our hands or not so is it in our hands now? it's definitely yeah, it was in our hands okay and so it naturally when people yeah. say it's in our hands because because of the, how the fixtures were we had to play our direct rivals in West Ham and Leicester it was in our hands mm-hmm. like it was no, that's bad no, 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 I'm not no, going to no. get I'm not, we're not going to do this argument on the podcast, <laughs> so, yeah. it wasn't in the hands it was in the hands when we got top four like Tuchel said but can I ask you Faye after watching how West Ham played in that game against us are you still scared of them? Um, I think they they didn't play bad though I, they didn't play bad and we had... didn't yeah. Well, I thought they were quite. I thought they were quite. I watched them against United. I thought they were quite passive, like like in that game as well. Like they were really passive for a game that they um what's it called that they that was what was that was vital for their top four chances. I thought they were quite passive. Like they didn't create much either way. I don't think our um, problem. I don't think our problem is West Ham. I, I'm not focused on like West Ham. Like West Ham. honestly, like our problem I thought is the ourselves. game would be a lot harder. I thought the game would be a lot harder. Like if they defended okay, okay, but like they didn't really threaten us. Um. What's it called? Going for like defensively. How many chances they have? Not much. Like they're a good side, I but I feel remember. like I feel like Moise's approach. I feel like Moise's approach in those big games is a bit too negative. Like 
Like um, they had, they have the pace and they have the players that can harm us in transition. And I just don't think they really. I don't think they put up much of a fight. Even like even when even before the red card, they didn't really do much for me. Like, I feel like we did control them quite well. That's why I wasn't too scared of them. Like I'm, I'm more scared of Liverpool than they are than them, to be honest. So I'll I'll ask you three one question before we discuss about the next next leg game against Madrid and we round it up. So one question is: Our last games are well, we've got Fulham on Saturday, and we have then we have City, and we have who? Arsenal. City, Arsenal, um, Villa, and Leicester. Nice. Um, is Leicester than Villa? Or Leicester than Villa. So yeah. Oh yeah, we got Villa away. We have got Leicester at home. What a point in mind yeah. that uh, Leicester were playing in front of fans by the way at home. Oh yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Because we got them in the FA Cup final. Then we got them like three days after. Mm. So my question is: We saw the last couple, last couple performances. I know our team is up and down, but Timmy. You feel we can get? No, if we can get top four, are you confident in the top four? What is Timmy not here? I think he's not speaking. Because uh, um, like his signals a bit or something. I don't know. All right, from so to you then. What are you confident in the top four? Um, I say you know now it's in our hands. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god! I'd say. <laughs> I don't know because I feel like we'll beat Fulham fine, and then the City game, they can win it if they beat us. Yeah, they can. The so they're gonna like try hard, very hard, but they're beatable. Kovacic will be here as well. They're definitely beatable. We can definitely beat them. So I'm not scared of City. Arsenal, I don't know because every single time they try to play us, they obviously they turn up. I don't know what it is, but they turn up. Um, for the love of God, I feel like we, against Arsenal. I, I've won it a few years against Arsenal again. Um, hey, I feel that, like we could beat Villa and yeah, Leicester. I feel like we could beat Leicester too. We just have the stop in the acho. But other than that, I feel like we could get top four. I'm more confident now that we're in the fourth position. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. What about you, Opie? I think, yeah, I think we're, we're good. Like, I'm confident. Obviously, there, there could be some, like, twists and turns in it, but I feel like the fact that we beat West Ham and that's their second loss in a row, you just have to see how they react from that. Plus, they're depleted. And, like, this next game week is crucial because um we have Fulham, so, like, hopefully we should beat them. And, like, Liverpool have United. So, if they just Liverpool, drop points, that, yeah. that, gap, that gap between us and Liverpool can potentially be six or seven points. And I feel like after the... Um, I feel like with City... I think if we can get a draw in that game, that'd be a good result. And then Arsenal, Leicester, Villa. If we get seven points out of those games, I think we should be good. But it's we have to beat Fulham. If we beat, if we get like three wins out of five, I think top four is good because the other the, the chasing pack have shown they're not consistent at all. Like it may happen, but I just don't see any of those sides winning five games in a row. So as long as we just keep doing what we're doing, we should be okay. Like that West Ham win was really was crucial. Like it annoys me even more that we drew to um. Brighton because he would have been clear, but yeah, I think top four should should be secure. And and, it, and if we do it, it's credit to Tuchel because honestly, after we lost to Leicester back in January, I didn't think we'd make it. We we're like nine points behind them, and we we're like seven points. People forget Liverpool are like seven points ahead of us. 
Yeah. Liverpool like Liverpool fought like they were in the top. They were fourth. Yeah, they were fourth and they were seven points ahead of us. And like you had like Everton, Tottenham, who were like three points, but they had a game in, they had games in hand on us. So for us to capitalize, which we have at times, obviously we've been a bit stupid at, by dropping us um, silly points, but we've done we've done well enough. So we just have to we just keep continuing doing what we're doing. So starting um starting beating Fulham. That's that's a big game. Very big game. We have to beat them and then, yeah, top four should be done. Yeah, that's my first as well, to be honest. Like one game, the one game I just we cannot lose or even drop points. I'm tired. I'm tired of giving Arsenal hope where every little point they'll go in the TL. Oh, new Chelsea ball with or dropping points against us. No, like I need another six nil. Like I I really do. Because Arsenal Twitter just gets on my nerves every time. Especially me. I get riled up after like every single little thing. And to see Arsenal. Lose the semi-final of the Europa League and then lose against us. Oh, that would make my day. For last, but for last, for last, not least in this podcast, or before we round it up, we'll be talking about the just a brief talk about the second leg against Madrid. So, putting in mind that it's a one-one right now, we got the away goal. But me personally, I don't like being negative. But you know what? I'm not even being negative. I just with my heart, I don't believe that we've got what it takes to keep a clean sheet against Madrid and literally go through just by cruising at like 0-0. Or if Madrid score, I don't see us... I don't see us outscoring Madrid. That's my that's my point. So I don't know what where I stand really, but if we win, I'm happy in it, of course, because that's my team. But am I really mm. confident after today? Uh, I don't know. So what's your thoughts? You know what? You know what? Yeah, Madrid are definitely scoring. Whether... They whether they play well or not, I can see Ramos definitely scoring a header. I can see it. There's nothing that there's nothing to tell me that he won't score. The only thing is, yeah, we won't we won't keep a clean sheet. And that's scary. And I'm not sure I'm not sure would would even score. Um, Jesus Christ, I'm not I'm not confident. But I feel like the game's not done. Yeah, but I'm not yeah, confident. Exactly. But that's the thing. Are we gonna score? Are we gonna be able to score two goals? Like we just waste chance after chance. I don't know. Only if like a miracle happens and we actually just batter them, then thank God it happened. But we we have so many chances, we just don't put them away, and that's what a serious team needs to win a Champions League. Yeah. What I will say is, that I think we did show good signs in that we yeah. really nullified their midfield three. So if we can do that again, then that will put us a good stead. Because I like honestly, I get like well, I'm even myself I'm a bit deflated, but we did do a lot of good in that game in terms of like nullifying the midfield three. They only had two chances, and we did create and we did have opportunities. So the game is nicely poised, and I think like like Timmy said, it's, it'll be our approach. The longer that game remains nil nil, the more risks Real Madrid will have to put onto us. And you already saw like there was such big gaps in between the lines that if we can just be more potent in the second leg, we can have a lot more joy. And hopefully Kovacic is back so he can be more decisive. And hopefully Werner doesn't start. Hopefully Kai has a shooting boost. Like, <laughs> yeah, honestly. Because they were they were good signs. Like the game is just nicely poisoned. And like Roma did just they seem like if they're chasing it, they're just gonna leave so many gaps behind and we can exploit that. So that's what gives me confidence. But for us, I feel like the game today's game showed how high a quality the Champions League is whereby even like the most minor mistakes can cost you. 
because in the Premier League against Leicester side, you could probably get away with like the ball bouncing around like that. But against a side like Real Madrid, all it took was what a touchdown from Benzema, bang, back of the net. So that's what one the players have to be on their guard for in the second leg. But if they put in this level of performance, there's no way we there's no we should we should have confidence because we largely outplayed them for majority of that match. Honestly, it was just that lapsing concentration that cost us. But we should be good if we carry and do what we're doing. And people forget that Real Madrid are side that do struggle to score goals themselves as well. I think their last couple of games were nil nils. Yeah, they drew two nil nils of the last three games. Yeah, they're, I think the, the commentators are even saying they they are struggling to score. Like if it's not exactly, and the big goal for it is Benzema. So if we can keep them quiet, it's like where their goal is going to come from. Because has okay, fair enough, they've got Hazard, but he hasn't really been prolific for them. Neither has Vinicius. I'll give him one of a burger. He'll be fine. <laughs> the only thing I'm scared of, yeah. It's because I don't really trust Mendy. So I, I can just see like, like, No, I can see Cruz like scoring a banger. I can see that. I can see it. Mendy's been largely solid. Like both goals you conceded, like there's actually nothing he could have done. And like like I said, we really restrict chances. Like, no, it's even the second half. Like what I think even when they had a corner before. In the, yeah, in the second half, they were, the players, yeah, they were so quick to block it off because I think they realised that, and hey, we can't give these chance these guys the opportunity to shoot. So, like I said, if the players are on it, we definitely have a chance in the second leg. We definitely, but it's, the approach would be important. Like two shots, I, I don't think he will, but we should just see it as like games nil nil that cliche thing, and just try and go for the goal ourselves. We shouldn't like hold out for a nil nil or anything like that because we're just going to land ourselves into trouble. Yeah, I completely agree. And that's my reason. I really script, I really put my views across. So round up this week's podcast. So I got just a score prediction. So we start with full up with Timmy, are you back or yeah, it seems like he's not. Uh cool. So we're going to fade not even open that you're here, I don't mind. So we go first Fulham. Uh, for me, we should be winning that game three or more. But however, I can't really just say that because they gave Arsenal a game, even though Arsenal, Arsenal is a Premier League team, so I should be respecting them. I'll be saying a two 0 win against Fulham and Madrid. <sighs> what am I going with? Oh Lord, um, Werner starts. You know what? Ah, I hate going against us, but. I think it'd be a one nil Real Madrid. Uh no, no, I can't do that. 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 Can't nah, do that. this is this is what you feel like. This is how you feel. Yeah. Hey, what happened? What happened to back your team review? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Back your team. Like, I can't. Nah, I can't be doing that. Um, one with Chelsea. Tammy Abraham to score off the bench. I believe in it. Hey? Your dreams. I feel you. So give us a prediction for Fulham and Real Madrid. Fulham, 4-1. Let me go for one Huh? Somehow, somehow these are going to be angry that they didn't score against Real Madrid and they're going to have their shooting boots and they're going to take out on Fulham. That's what I need. The, the, the goal that we concede against Fulham, it'll be a mistake. Kepa's, no, maybe even Kepa's going to be in goal, who knows? But it'll be a silly mistake. They'll be like, oh, come on, come on, guys. That's what I see. Real Madrid game, I see them definitely scoring. Like, we're definitely not keeping a clean sheet. That's that's how I feel. Um, maybe two one, us. Mm. Final. 
Maybe T1 us. Yeah. What about your pick? That's what I'm going to say. Uh, with Fulham, like, I think it'll be, we win, but it'll be a, it'll be a struggle. Because these lot haven't played in, like, they would have had, like, two weeks off. So they'll be proper refreshed. And um, they're fighting for their lives as well. So it'd be a very uncomfortable, like, tuna win. But that game, the boys just need to win by hook or by crook because the match, the game, the games that match week, they'll be crucial if you make top four or not. Real Madrid, I'm going to say 2-1. I think, I think we can do it. I think we can do it. Because today actually impressed me a lot because... Like everyone before the before I was talking about their midfield three and we're able to nullify them. So if we do that again in the second leg, then it'll it'll go a long way into into deciding the tie. Who would have thought Lampard got yeah, Oh, go on, Timmy. We say um yeah, I'm with I'm with Faye on this one actually. I think Fulham's gonna be like um three 0 and I think Real Madrid two one to us. I think we're going through. You, you, you not think we'll fast, you not think we'll fast Fulham? I think. My, well, my thinking is, yeah, I think creative players are actually going to play. So I think he's got a rest mount. I think he's got a rest Pulisic. I think Reese James is going to play right wing back. I think Cho is going to play. I think Ziyech mm-hmm. is going to play. I think Havertz is going to play. And if them four players are there, I feel like we can actually score goals. Hey, Fulham aren't mugs, you know. Like, I really, they're, they're a good side. They would, they're still fighting for their lives. Yeah. I think that I think that game, will be, that game will be uncomfortable. I can't lie mm-hmm. to you. Like, I think we'll win, but it'll be very uncomfortable. I thought that as well. What about Real Madrid to me? Uh, Real Madrid, I thought we're going to win two-one. I can see them. I can definitely see them scoring against us, but I, I still feel like we're the better team, and I just think that will show. Well, I hope that will show. It. That's me hoping in it. But I think we're the better team anyway. So I think I think we'll go through. Interesting to see how is it done, like what he does in that, that game because it, it was clear like their back three slash five just didn't work at all like the players just didn't know what they were doing so obviously because they chased the game they'll be 4 3 but like how adventurous would they be to start off with I think as long that, as we don't as long as we don't concede early or within yeah. the first like 45 as long as we don't concede in the first half I think mm-hmm. I think we I, I think the game's the game's there for us to take it yeah we just have to be so switched on, though. We have to be so switched on. Like, no Mendy passed it to Benzema. No Aspie hug, holding on to someone. Just be on it. Like, every single aspect, like, even the minor details of our game has to be spot on. Because that, that, that their goal just came out of nothing. And that's, and that's what's giving them a chance at this time. And that's, what's gonna, that's what could um, cost us. So everything has to be spot on. Deep it, though. Lampard gets sacked in January. We might even make a Champions League final. Like, we're literally one game away. Um, wow. E, let me not start this. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. Keep calm. Dare to dream, man. Dare to dream. Keep calm. Keep calm. So, this just finalizes another week of our Rectionary Blues podcast. Thank you for joining us and listening. Thank you, Ope, Faye, and Timmy as well. And Thank you, Rubio. Thank you, guys. Mm. Nice, guys. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. And obviously, you can find us on Twitter. Our at is rb underscore cfc. Weekly podcast, weekly tweets, every actually we tweet daily. So just follow us. And yeah, hope you enjoy our content and see you next week. Come on, Blues. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Come on, always. Subscribe. <laughs> yeah, like, subscribe, man. I don't know what they say.
Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Spotify. But yeah. Yeah. See you next week, boys.